Blog Talk Radio. Y'all ready for some church up in here? This is the WW Show. The Willie Williams Show. Willie talks about everything from religion, relationships, problems in the black community, and finally, thank God, no bullshit. No bullshit. Willie. Willie. He'll probably say something you might not like, and he doesn't care. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Willie Williams. Willie Williams. What's them? What's happening to work? I appreciate y'all joining me. I know I've been gone for a minute. I did. I'm just saying. Welcome to the Willie Williams Show. I am Willie Williams. Please go to the Go to WillieWilliamsShow.com, the way you can find all the latest news, the latest jobs, the latest everything. I will always be a promoter of jobs because everyone needs one. Either a job will be an entrepreneur or you make the call. Do what you feel. Don't be afraid. Reach one, teach one is what I like to say. Let someone know that there's someone out there who cares. That's all I like to put out. So please do that. Don't be afraid, people. I'm going to talk about what's been happening out here in the speed street, I should say. What's been going on? We got Africa Benbada, who's been accused of allegedly touching men, touching men, touching boys in their youth. And discuss that. There's a lot going on with that in hip-hop. That's a crush to hip-hop for people to actually be hearing about these allegations. And this has been going on for about a week or two. Um, So I just tried to wait a little bit, just see what was going to happen, see what comes out of it. I'm also going to be talking about the the ex-NYPD cop, Peter Lane, who dodges prison. He dodged prison for... um, Killing a Kai Gurdy. Yeah, you won't be serving no prison time. Also, Harriet Tubman being on the $20 bill, um, discussing that, and the artist formerly known as Prince, the symbol, Prince and the Revolution, Prince has this week. Sadly to say, on Thursday, Prince passed away. But, excuse me. But yeah, please go to the WillieWilliamsShow.com if you're looking for work, looking for jobs. You can check out all of my other videos. Um, Please follow me on Facebook. Facebook, um, I think, is WillieWilliams.9763 or something to that effect. Or the Willie Williams Show on Facebook, the Willie Williams Show on Tumblr, Instagram, Twitter. LinkedIn, um, I think that's about it. I should go there where I just pose a lot of questions and I say things that need to be said, things that a lot of men would like to say, especially with dealing with women, specifically dealing with black women, so people get upset with me. I don't know why. It's just questions. I talk about black men, and there's no problem. I'm understanding this dynamic we have going on here amongst 
black men and black women and women in general, women dealing with men and the ways that they are able to get away with so many things, but they fight for equality, which they really don't want equality. <laughs> no. They don't want to be held accountable. Don't let them fool you. But um, we're going to go ahead on and jump right on in, right on into this, this thing. This thing, and it's funny how it came out. It came out on the same day, I'm not mistaken, the same day that the announcement of the $20 bill was going to be changed with Harriet Tubman's face. Um, the police officer, Peter Lang, in case you didn't know, um, excuse me, Peter Lane, the former rookie cop, he was a rookie cop um, in 2014, he was involved in the shooting death of an unarmed man goes by the name of Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley. Which he said it was a mistake. I mean, his partner was there in the hallway in Brooklyn going up some steps, and I guess he was startled. He's going to say startled. He was shocked. Didn't know black folks did up there, I guess. But he was shot, and his weapon discharged. Weapon discharged, and it ricocheted, and it hit and killed a tiger. But that was bad. But it's not as bad as the outcome. See, one thing about black folk, we, we get the indictment. Hell, we can even get it. Conviction. It don't mean shit. It doesn't. The former rookie cop, um, he dodged prison on Tuesday as his victim, Angry Ken, warned. <laughs> Angry Ken. Uh, Angry Ken warned that justice will be served one way or another. Brooklyn Supreme Court Justice Danny Chun, Chun largely followed the, the no jail recommendation of Brooklyn's district attorney, Ken Thompson. You've never heard of Ken Thompson before. Ken Thompson is black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sentencing ex-officer to five years of probation and 800 hours of community service for the death of a tiger. Ernie. That's what happened. That's what happened. Just happened. Well, Sean that dude name I couldn't really pronounce, also downgraded the jury's finding on manslaughter to criminally negligent homicide. Mm -hmm. There is no evidence, either direct or circumstantially, um, circumstantial, that the defendant was aware of a tiger's presence and therefore disregarded any risk to him. Sean, Kern, Churn, C-H-U-N. That's what he explained. The lesser charge is still a felony and keeps Liang off the force. Congratulations. He will not be able to be in another situation to where he (sighs) don't understand his training. Can't seem to make a split-second decision, in my opinion. Um, The lesser charge it carried a minimum of four years in prison, while manslaughter would have 
met up, been up to 15 years. You know, but we're not going to go to manslaughter. I don't do that. Leanne and his partner was doing a sweep of an apartment building at the crime-riddled pink houses in East New York around 11 p.m. In case you don't know the story, on November 20th, 2014, when a steel door slammed, apparently startling the officer. That's what it is. I don't know. He had his service-issued 9-millimeter Glock. He had it out with him. When it went off, the bullet ricocheted off the wall and struck Gurley, who was on the landing below in the chest. The judge said he agreed with Thompson. No jail recommendation because as I watched the video of the defendant entering the lobby of the pink houses. I couldn't help but feel he was entering with the serious mind of protecting the people. That that's that's what the black man said. That's what he said. Shooting someone, it, <laughs> shooting somebody never entered his mind. This is what Sean said. Sean, I can't pronounce the dude's name again. Sean said, "I find hilarious. I find incarceration to be unnecessary." That's what he found. That's in his own summation. That's what he came up with. That's what he thought about. Because there's no way in his mind that he could have um, thought about shooting anyone. Now, could this be true? Could this hold some weight? He was going into a hostile situation. The pink houses, I don't know, not from Brooklyn. I don't know. Somebody tell me who was from Brooklyn that would actually know about the pink houses. Maybe it is crime riddled. I'm not an officer. I wouldn't know. I don't live there. I'm not a resident, so I can't argue the point, which I will not try. But Gurley's aunt, Miss um, Peterson, rage after court. So you're telling me it's okay for a black man in America, good old America, to get murdered, and these officers who took an oath to serve and protect are not being held accountable? That's the question. Question that the auntie asked. He said, but don't worry. Don't you even worry about it. What goes around comes around, she said. Sooner or later, Peter Liang, if not him in his lifetime, someone in his family is going to feel our pain. That's what she said. Before his sentence, the soft-spoken Liang apologized to both Gurley's girlfriend and the mother of of his three-year-old daughter. Sad in so, he leaves behind a three-year-old daughter. Um, I'm not a man of many words. I'm not a man of many words. The shot was an accident, the 20-year-old insisted. But the girlfriend, the girlfriend, Melissa Butler, who desperately tried to perform CPR on the dying girlie, told Leanne in an emotional victim impact statement, a guy took his last breath, and died in my hand. I'm suffering while you're still alive. Being traumatized at that moment. At that one moment, this young lady was being traumatized. She was in a state of shock for someone who, who boyfriend was doing nothing wrong at the time. So she was in a state of shock. 
We are happy that the judge reduced the charge from reckless manslaughter, reckless manslaughter to criminally negligent homicide, and that he decided to sentence Peter to probation. Leanne's trial attorney, Robert E. Brown, told the post. We still intend to appear as we um, appeal as we feel that the incident was a tragic accident, but not a crime. Now you got to ask yourself, people, things happen. Police shoot people, even by mistake. Someone needs to be held accountable. Now, if they feel like that this was just a total accident, he would not even be on probation, or. Have 800 hours of community service being given to him. This would not even be on the table. By them even giving him some type of accountability, whether small, minute, poquito, I'm just saying. They're saying that something was wrong. Something was wrong. Something was actually wrong. It was a problem. But Black folks is outraged. Yeah, white folks is outraged. All races of people are outraged due to the outcome of this case. But I don't see a lot of black folk hashtagging and retweeting. They're just saying the system. For a few hours, mean, it's it's still white supremacy in the system. But, again, Ken Thompson. We got to go to Ken. Now, I understand. I mean, still, we don't have to get any justice. I get it. Oh, trust me. Too many officers are able to walk away when they do stupid shit or when they do stuff that they want to do on purpose and being able to walk away without being held accountable. I've seen it growing up. Can't dispute it. But your Brooklyn District Attorney, that's where your outrage actually need to be. I don't know whether he was paid off or it's just, but he felt in his heart. But he, he, he felt in his heart. Y'all can't really call him just now he's seen because he watched the video. He watched the video. That's what happened. As a defendant, he watched the video. As a, as a, as a, as a, excuse me. He watched the video of the defendant entering the pink houses. He just couldn't help but to feel like he was just there to serve him. Sad. Not really his fault. <sighs> Folk, we got to channel our anger. Well, anger. Anger needs to be shown. Now, again, when it comes to him, and I'm going to get off this subject because it's a damn shame. Um, this man, this is coming up on election season. It, this is election season. Hell, November, we go down to vote. New Yorkers need to stand up. Brooklyn need to stand up. It's really what needs to happen. You need to vote out your district attorney. If this is the time for district attorneys to be voted out, because I know 
they do the mid election and the local elections and things. They go, I guess, through the year, every other year, every two or three. I don't know how long this attorney get to be on before they can go back up for re-election. Are they elected in? Mm. Should have been a question I asked myself earlier. But I didn't. But um, if they ever voted in, or whoever is above that person, uh, the governor. Let's let's go with the governor. Because if the district attorney is appointed, if it's appointed, not sure, should have looked it up. This is where research come in. This is where you ask yourself these questions. Things should have been done before I cut the camera off. But since it wasn't, I will keep on keeping on. Um, whoever is above him, um, oh, yeah, well, the Supreme Court justice is appointed. My bad. But anyway, yeah, vote out your governor. Vote out your mayor. You got to go to the polls about this, people. You got to go to the polls. This is that time of year. So please do that. Um, and the entire story will be up on the Willie Williams show later on today. You can read it for yourself. Trust me. This is embarrassing. Just want to poll. And you know how black folks want to be all inclusive with all other, other communities. And we so quick to jump for other communities. Just remember when other races of people do these type of things, their community stands up for them. And rightfully so. You really can't get mad at Asians for standing up for one of theirs. Now I know we don't want to be I don't want to be a separatist. Let's just say I'm not a separatist. Not even a word. I think I heard it somewhere and I wanted to use it. What the hell? But you just gotta think to yourself, man. Like folks rally and ride behind every other organization, every other people, rightfully. So we are Americans. Just remember other people's race. The loyalty lies with their race, and so should yours. This should be a learning lesson. Now, don't get it twisted. Asian folk was against them, too. Not the same thing. But I can almost guarantee that there was some money put behind this. There was some money put behind this. Rightfully so. Just trying to say, black folk, when we are up against something, put your money behind it. You really care all that margin and talking and all that shit. It takes money, people. It just really does. Because this this potential probably paid off. He probably was. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just guessing. I'm gonna move it right along. We got to get on hip hop. We gonna talk a little bit about hip hop. Oh. In case you don't know, Africa Bambada. Africa Bambada was a is the pioneer of hip-hop, the pioneer of hip-hop. But lately there has been some sexual assault allegations have been brought forward about about this legend, I should say, this, this, this legend. Because he is a legend. Africa Bambada 
the Zulu Nation. If you is a, if you are a hip hop lover, if you're someone who was up in my age bracket, you grew up on uh, African Bambada and the Zulu Nation. That's that's what you did. They pioneered hip hop. Yes. Um, I've been sitting back and I've been watching the claims that have been that have came forth from a lot of men, from a lot of men, and I've been watching these actual videos. There have been videos that um, several men have went on the radio show um, Shot 97 that that is being ran by Troy Terrain, which Star, in case y'all don't know, go go check out Star. I love his stuff. Um, and I've been sitting back just listening to the account that was given, which was first brought to light about um, by Ronald Savage, who was 50 years old. He was given such a, such a, such a detailed, a detailed account of his encounters with Africa Bambada. And I was like, whoa, wow. The 50-year-old man decides to come out now. I'm always definitely see because allegations when it comes to rape, molestation, anything that's serious. Even if you did not do it, just the allegations alone can destroy you. So I take things like this kind of with a grain of salt, depending on the story. I would never say that these type of things don't happen because it's been happening since the beginning of time or as long as I've been alive. Either or, technically, not sure. But anyway, um, after Ben Bader, he finally addressed these allegations. He did it in a public interview on the Ed Lover Show with Moni Love. Um, during the interview, after Ben Bader doubled down on his view that the allegations stem from a larger conspiracy formed against him. There is a conspiracy. And I quote, this is false allegation that's being put against me and a lot of lies. And it could be me today and you tomorrow. African, African Ben Bada told Ed Lover, I completely deny all type of allegations that's being put against your brother, your brother, African Ben Bada. Ben Bada has has claimed he's never met Ronald Savage, the Bronx politician. Politician who originally made the explosive claims in a 2014 book entitled Impulse, Urges, and Fantasies. And again, Ronald Savage, 50 years old, he reiterated the charges against Everton. Africa Van Bada on on Star Show, um, Shot 97. Um, since then, several other men have came out with similar claims against Van Bada. Now, on on Shot 97's Star, George Rain, he was calling for Africa Van Bada to be arrested. To be arrested because, as he was stated, there's several other, there's upwards of seven other um, accusers in the background that 
having came full. So it's more than just Ronald Savage, if you don't know. But anyway, again, several other men have came out with similar claims and abuse against Africa. And Star says that there's at least seven men in total that claim they've been abused by the rap legend. And the original accuser, Ronald Savage, isn't backing down from the claims. Savage even welcomed the deform- a defamation lawsuit against Africa Bambada and the Zulu Nation, um, claiming they were filed over the allegations. And Mr. Savage said, if Bambada says he doesn't know me, they're going to take a lot of things. Um, ask him if he knew me or if he abused me or other underage boys. I take a lot of things too. This is what he said. And we'll see who's telling the truth. Whoa. Now, this is deep. This is a blow for hip-hop. This is a blow for the people who allegedly, who allegedly has been abused and traumatized for many years by the hands of Africa and Bonnet. Allegedly, don't want to be sued, people. While Africa Bambada cannot be prosecuted for the crime due to New York laws, um, the statute of limitations is gone. Ronald Savage's lawyer um, argues, um, also urges the Zulu Nation to file um, to file to the lawsuit since it will force Africa Bambada to testify under oath. See, now he can still be brought to court and made to testify, just can't be charged for it due to the statute of limitations. And even if they don't, Africa Bambada and the Zulu Nation may be facing a defamation lawsuit of their own thanks to the comments members have made about Ronald Savage in interviews and press releases. Now, the hip-hop... The hip-hop community, hip-hopians, hip-hoppers, people like me, basically strong hip-hop fans, which I'm a hip-hop fan, just not of the new hip-hop. A lot of people have been outraged. A lot of people have been going at these accusers. They've been going hard at these accusers. Somebody 50 years old where he's, 50, and other people, why would he come out with it now? And They're angry. How would you say this about a pioneer of hip-hop? How would other men come out and speak ill on African Bambada for his contribution to hip-hop? If it wasn't for African Bambada, we wouldn't have hip-hop the way we have hip-hop today. I've been reading the content. Over the past week, I've been listening, paying attention. And then you have the other side. You have the other fans of hip-hop, <clears throat> other people in hip-hop, who can kind of believe the allegations. I've heard a few people say, well, 
there was always rumors. There was always rumors of of homosexuality dealing with Africa Bambada. But nothing ever stuck. Just instinct. Or we looked over it. Or the people who heard the rumors and who was investigating, they looked over Now you got to ask yourself, this reminds me of Bill Cosby. So many people come out with accusations and a lot of people will say, no matter how many people come out with it, it still could be false. It could be false. You're right. They're right. I'm not going to argue that point. What if it's not? What does this do to hip-hop? What does this even say about the Zulu Nation? Because in my own opinion, I mean, constantly hearing the stories, stories, and stories, stories, like, if this was something that was done, something that was known in New York, a few of these guys, I would have to say, would have said something to somebody. But a lot of these guys felt ashamed, as they stated. There was a shame, and, you know, it's certain sort of things that you can't say because we look at it as taboo. Well, it's taboo, it, especially back then. It was taboo in the black community to talk about homosexual activities, even though we knew people were homosexuals, this is faggot, that's what we call it. Um, so you didn't go to your homeboy and say, hey, man, um, I had sex with a dude. You, that, that, was, that was not cold in the streets. I'm sorry. You just didn't do it. And as a man, as a male, it's harder for men to come forward. People say it's hard for women. I would understand a woman being molested, raped. It's hard for women. I would think it's ten times harder for a man. I just really would. Because in my opinion, when a woman gets molested or raped, there's still a, it can still be that woman. Society has more sympathy for women. But when a man gets raped, oh, there's less sympathy. A lot of people say, well, you probably liked it. You probably won't. You ain't tell nobody. You didn't say nothing. And you went back multiple times. You must have liked it. But these these were young men at the time. These were young men in the height of hip-hop dealing with, and like I've heard, with the power of the Zulu nation in Africa, Benbala. It's like you couldn't even say nothing anymore, according, according to the accusers. We're going to have to wait to see how this now, now I want to say this, in my own opinion, as far as what we see now in hip hop, I don't put it past nobody. Well, which I never put it past nobody anyway. There's a lot of things that people do behind closed doors, and people of power, people of substance, people who have some money can do a lot of things, and people won't say anything due to their financial status or their celebrity status. Yeah. If this is true, he would not be the only one. I'm going to guarantee that. Not the only one. 
And I will say that a lot more people will actually come out and start talking about their encounters with other hip-hop artists or other people that's in hip-hop. You know, the ones that we just feel like it's hardcore. been a lot of rumors going around about a lot of hardcore rappers. A lot of us heard them, but the validity of these accusations, hell, it's startling. I can just say that. It's startling, but not shocking to me. Could be to you, not to me. Just saying. So hopefully they can actually get to the bottom of it. Hopefully they will be able to, um, hell, he should testify. Well, he should do the lie detector. But then again, remember, the lie detectors are not even used in court anymore just due to the fact of um, they could be faulty, they could be wrong. So I don't want to base everything off of a lie detector when we know that they can fail. So I don't want to do that. But, hell, yeah, if that's the only way, as far as those couple questions, do you know of this person that have you had any sexual encounters with anybody? Well, it's still go both ways. Yeah. What else? But I hope they get to the bottom of it because this is a real big blow. And for men, young boys out here, who we don't talk about that is being sexually molested. Maybe this can, maybe this can promote the conversation to be had in public, on public airways about boys, young men being sexually molested by men, hell, and women being molested by both. Something that we don't talk about on the national level. We just really don't. We'll talk about women being sexually assaulted, sexually abused, raped, molested. That's what we would do. And that's what's been done for years. I believe that was right there. Anyway, um, got to move it on up. We're going to move it on up. We're going to talk about this one a little bit. We're going to talk about this hashtag 20. Hashtag Harriet Tubman. Hashtag Harriet Tubman. Who's on the $20 bill right now is Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. And I've been hearing a lot of the, a lot of people throwing out, yeah, he owned 300 slaves. And then I thought to myself, well, hell, they all own slaves. Well, I should say the majority of them presidents than dead presidents that we love so much on slaves. So why is that? That that has been at the top of people's tweets, at the top of people's um, memes and all that. And they throw out, he owned 300 slaves and Harry Tubman freed 300 slaves. That's how people talk to me. I've been hearing people argue to me that that's what's been going on. So the United States of these great Americas has said that they are going to put Harriet Sutton on the $20 bill. 
So you got to ask yourself, why? Why now? Why now? This is a symbolic victory. Black folks are emphatic. Yeah, they putting one on there too. It's a win for women. That's how people talking. It's a win for the gender. Just saying. I was looking at an article um, also in the CNN. CNN, because um, Donald Trump was talking about it. So I was like, what the hell? Let's follow the Donald. He thinks that anti-slavery icon Hillary Clinton, Hillary, my bad, Harriet Tubman is fantastic. But he says, the move to have her replace seventh president Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill is pure political correctness. I'm going to have to agree with Donald Trump. Since I don't agree a lot with Donald, I have to agree with that. Well, Andrew Jackson had a great history until you do the research on the history. Um, and I think it's very rough when you take somebody off the bill. Don't understand that. But Trump said during the town hall meeting on on the Today Show, I think Harriet Tubman is fantastic, but I would love to leave Andrew Jackson or see if we could maybe come up with another denomination and like Ben Carson also said, why not put her on the two dollars, which is no longer the principle? Yeah, yeah. That's what the dollar says. Oh boy! Now you know I um I know the story of Harriet Tubman growing up because it was taught in the household. Mm-hmm. Probably got a little sprinkle here in school. Don't remember from school, but I remember from the household. Um. She did a lot. Oh, she did a lot. You can watch the documentaries. And I was like, whoa. Didn't know she was doing so much travel on foot. Didn't know. Um, she went back and forth. They had, she did so much. They had a $40,000 bounty on her and took me here. I didn't know this. Hey. Great story. But she did a lot. She did a lot. She fought for the people. She was an abolitionist. I don't think she should be on the $20 bill. Because $20 bill has been for president. Has been for dead president. So you still got to ask yourself Why would they even Now I know that this came From the feminists Where they were trying to get other women To be on the dollar bill Because they say now it's time for Women to be on the currency Which What does that do Like to be honest Like really this is a symbolic victory, people. Do not take this shit to be as a, a all-inclusive as a, we have overcome some shit. Oh, no, they tried that with Barack Obama, first mixed president. But they sold him as white, even though he had a white mother. Anyway, he's half and half. So he's mixed, people. Get over it. 
Um, why? I don't know why. I'm just thinking they did the shit. Um, black folk up. This is what I'm thinking. I don't know. But I don't see why people is proud of a piece of paper, which the bill is supposed to come out in 2020. Wait, wait, 2025, I think it is. 2020? Yeah, 2020. No, 2030. It's one of these. Let me look it up real quick. Excuse me. Uh, yada, 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 yada. This is this. This don't even make no sense to me. I'm trying to find out the significance of it. Of like, okay, then what? Will this stop police brutality? Will it do that? Will all black folks across the world get fair shake? Will it do that? Got to ask yourself. I'm just saying. You really got to ask yourself. What would this do for the people? Will it do anything? Is it a feel-good thing? Is this something like the Bible? Just make you feel good. You feel good. No? Nothing? Yeah. I found it. The year 2020 for these changes um, to be effective makes them even a longer overdue. You would think, like, why can't they do it now? But then, you know, we go to the argument of, hey, they got to change the plates. They got to get things together. Like, if we can't do stuff real quick, but that's how they have to talk to the people. Yeah. 2020. What is 2020? It's 2016. Oh, yes. Yes, oh, yes. I don't know. I was confused. I'm like, hey, so what? I think she could be honored in a better way than to just throw her on the bill. And plus, they're supposed to put some more black folks on the back of the bills, and they were going to put it to the 10, but they said no. Then they were going to put some bangs on the back, and they were going to put some other things on the back of the fives, and now, I know y'all not going to like this. Now, I'm looking at the thing from another angle. White men is on the business. White men is on the business. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Kate Lincoln, Alexander Hamilton. He was actually not a president. But we don't care about that. Um, Andrew Jackson, Ulysses Grant, and who's on 100? Hell, we all know that. Don't even got to look that up. Ben Franklin, because we love Ben. All white men. They were all white men that was the face of white men, the white race. It showed leadership. It showed power. It showed that they did something great for history. Ask yourself this, people. Why didn't they nominate 
a black man to be on the U.S. Senate. Now, I don't want to sound sexist here, but it seems like the currency is a club for men. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They would not put a black man on the currency. Let me tell you why. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you why. Because this would do great things for black men. To put a black man on the U.S. currency, someone who really stood up and fought the fight, black folks. Again, the currency looks like a club for men. And white men represented the white families, the white race. But they want to put a woman to represent the black race in a club of men. Not saying that you should. Hell, no, I'm saying it. Why was it no black man nominated? Oh, no black man did anything? Great. No black man helped free slaves. You got to ask yourself this. Now, I know that there's a lot of propaganda and things of this nature that has plagued this country when it comes to the history of black folk in this country. I get it. For some reason, they want to keep this narrative of the strong part of black folk are women, in my opinion. She did great things. You can't take that away from her. No matter what you say, you can't take it away from Harriet Tubman. You just can't give her props. I don't run currency. Friends and family I know don't run currency. But I love that even women are standing up and saying that this is really a slap in the face. It does nothing for the people today. And even with the state of black women today, the Obama administration has announced its plan to replace President Andrew Jackson's portrait on the $20 bill with none other than Harriet Tubman, a woman who freed herself from slavery and heroically smothered other African-Americans held property northward. As the reviews forms formed our letters, um, writers are well mixed. Most readers welcome the change, but a sizable portion says an image of a historical significant African Indian would be more appropriate given Jackson's views on and mistreatment of indigenous people. A few defended Jackson, some even questioned um, Tubman's worthiness. Here are some of their, their letters. Having a woman's face 
any black woman's face, no less. On the $20 bill would lift the status of women everywhere. It's impossible to imagine how this will affect some cultures in Africa, Asia, and elsewhere, especially those places where a woman's face must be covered. I'm sure the administration chose Tubman because it was just so perfectly politically correct. But in bipartisan reality, Tubman is a terrific choice. She fought against tyrannical government, was a devout Christian, carried a gun, and was a Republican. I say great choice. Leave that with y'all right there. That's what they want to do for the woman's face on the currency. Again, can't take anything away from her. It's a hell of a lot. It's a hell of a lot, but it seems to me like they're just not going to do it for the black man. In a club of men. That's what I'm saying. In a club of men. The takeover of women. <laughs> the takeover of women due to uh, the state of black women again, due to the medium net wealth. Not looking good. I can almost guarantee you people will stop carrying $200 bills just because their face is on it, which I would love to have one, of course. But then I heard that they're going to put Andrew Jackson on the back. So what does this really say? Stop falling for the banana and tell type black folks. We got to move right along because I'm running out of time. Um, Prince. Prince, everybody is crying. I was going to call in to work on Friday. I can't do it no more. Prince, icon. He was an icon before he died. He just was. Oh, man, he meant so much growing up. Hell, I got every album he ever made. Today, I got that. Yeah. Prince. He's a legend. We'll always be a legend, but I'm going to get this out very, very quick. It's just strange to me how... Um, they say he died because of the flu. He had some type of illness. Then they say he um, had a drug overdose, um, taking some, what's that word, phetamine, that's a, some te- hell, I can't pronounce it, saw with an F. I, I saw articles like that. He died, they did it real quick. I thought that, I just, I was like, damn, that's quick, but maybe that's what happened when you got money. Not sure. Um, and they cremated. Now, I was pushed back, and I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wasn't he Jehovah's Witness? But then I did my research, and yes, you can you can have a burial or be cremated as a Jehovah's Witness. So I can't argue that point. Yeah. But it seems to me um, this is strange, and it's and it, and it came out of time. It was like a real big blow. He was only 57 years old, and yes, people die at 57. People die even earlier. 
Um, nobody really knows what goes on in the mind of artists and in the life of artists unless you are around those people. Now, we've, we've heard about a lot of drug abuse and drug addictions when it comes to entertainers, things of this nature. Not sure if that played a part, but they did say that he was taking medication. That's why they call it an overdose. Not sure. But then I had to think about, because I'm a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> um, even with Michael Jackson, after Michael Jackson got his, his Sony um, his masters, and then come to find out Prince got his masters from Warner Brothers. That was my first thought. Wait a minute. Don't believe everything. I can't believe everything. But that's just my conspiracy part because it always comes down to money. But anyway, Prince wasn't great. Prince wasn't great. He um he will always be remembered as a as one who didn't set boundaries for himself. He will always go above and beyond. And some reports said that he will work 150 hours straight. It's a lot of hours. It's almost a week. But there are some people who have work ethic like that. It's like they can't stop, like they're professional. And we all remember Purple Rain, Little Red Corvette, all of the straight classics. He has so many classics, it is ridiculous. I can't even go through the catalog. I wouldn't dare try to go through the catalog because it's just too much. But we have lost another icon, a musician. What he did for the people, and again, it's not for, I can't even just say for black people. Call raises the people love print. It's just something about his music. He was very creative. Very creative. Spoke for the hearts of many. Spoke for the hearts of millions. He really did. I grew up on him like most people. Like a lot of you guys grew up on them. Couldn't wait for the next song, couldn't wait for the album. See, that's when music was music. Music was music. We could do things like that. He has, um, just to throw out some numbers, Prince albums have scanned 18.5 million units in the United States. 18.5 million. He's won Grammys. He's won um, uh, what it was uh, Academy Awards, and Prince won a lot of awards. But I think it was seven Grammys. I think it was seven Grammys. And for someone like him to go so young, you know, like a Michael Jackson, like Whitney Houston, um, who else died? Yeah, so many people that have died is ridiculous. It is just ridiculous. Whitney, Michael, was it Gerald Mark? Somebody, I'm allowed to say that, but this is just strange. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's won Academy Awards also. Yes, he did, so I had that correct. 
When the doves cry. Beautiful song. Let's go crazy. Beautiful song. Dollar Nikki. Y'all need to go watch a video about Dollar Nikki if you can find it. I have it personally. Dollar Nikki is a classic. Under the Cherry Moon. Remember that? Remember that movie? You know, because that came after Purple Rain, which was amazing. Amazing. It, it really gave you a chance to really see Prince. <laughs> Other than performing, which I didn't see him performing, but you saw him in a different light, like you actually heard him say words, like sentences, have a conversation. You really got to see that from him, and that was like my first time ever being able to see that from Prince. From Prince. Prince wrote a lot of music for a lot of people. Prince changed his name from Prince to a symbol. How many artists you know could do that? Remember Raspberry Beret? This is just something here that's just, I don't know. It was a sad day on Thursday. A lot of tears, a lot of people crying, hollering out, saying that they wasn't going to go to work. It was really hurt. It reminded you of even when Tupac passed, the biggie passed. People were people were really like hurt and rightfully so. I just want to give them condolences to the world. To the world. Prince will never be forgotten. Diamonds and pearls. Remember that? Money don't matter tonight. Remember that? Get off. Sexy MF. I can just keep going. I'm just going to leave y'all with that. I appreciate y'all for joining me. The real, true icon. He will always be a legend. Don't get it, please. Always. I'm he probably said something that offended you, didn't he? Well, boo-hoo, because he doesn't care. This has been the WW Show. The Willie Williams Show. Thank you for listening to the only show on the internet that cuts through the bullshit. No more bullshit. Join us next time. Until then, keep it real. The WW Show. Willie Williams. Willie Williams. Signing off. Uh, I love-